book of Revelation, uh-huh. chapter 7, verses 16 and 17. Yes, sir. They shall hunger no more, neither shall they thirst anymore. Preach, preacher. For God shall wipe away yes, sir. every tear from their eyes. Yes, sir. Get ready for the revolution. What you say? Okay, what's going on everybody and welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition, another installment, another episode <laughs> of the R&B and Chill Podcast with your boy Tyler Pie Guy. This is episode 42-3. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, see, 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 hold on, wait, 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 w
This is episode 42. See, 42. I'm on it. I'm on it. 42. You feel me? Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you. We love you and we thank you. Uh, before we even get into the show, make sure that you subscribe. Uh, subscribe to the podcast on all platforms, wherever you listen to um, po- uh, podcasts audially from. Um, that may be from Spotify, Google Podcasts, um, <clears throat> Apple Podcasts, um, you know, our hosting platform buzzsprout or whichever um platform that you listen to please subscribe to us follow share like the podcast we appreciate you for um subscribing uh subscribe to our youtube channel subscribe to our uh patreon follow us on what what am i saying follow us on instagram (laughs) and facebook at uh rbc podcast um and you can follow us there both on uh instagram and on uh facebook all right listen last episode of the month usually right usually you guys won't get an episode this week right because if you understand the new schedule right we only do three episodes a month right and depending on how the week works right if we get four weeks five weeks i do four episodes you know depending on we take a week off we take the last week of the month off basically right this week we we couldn't do it right we couldn't do it just just not for gospel month we couldn't just take the week off right and in part to that it is really because as you just heard um we couldn't leave this man out of the era that i'm talking about right when we're talking about the 90s 2000 when we're talking about those those gospel artists who really who really shaped okay like how we listen to gospel how this culture listens to gospel music um how you know 90s and 2000s babies grew up listening to gospel music if you don't know kurt mr franklin himself you're living under a rock Okay, when I said last week, we called him the P. Diddy of gospel. I think that's a that's a term. That's a phrase phrase that has literally been used by him for years. You know what I'm saying? Because he brought a sense of R&B, a sense of hip hop. um, And I believe a sense of uh, relatability to gospel music that i think a lot of people in the gospel world one were not even trying to tap into two were not even trying to get into right because those are whole other worlds we're talking about r&b and hip-hop you understand it really infusing both of those genres like if you want to talk about one artist who did it it was this man right here you understand what i'm saying like if this we just play revolution right revolution is your is the quintessential 90s unorthodox gospel song you listen to that in the 90s as 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 a grandma who is the deacon s at mount zion okay (laughs) okay at that time they are looking at that song like i'm sorry what this secular music what is this okay that like that that's what it was but that's also like he wasn't speaking to that crowd. Now that crowd is older. Now those crowd now that crowd are pastors. Okay? Now that crowd is actually, you know, the tight tributes of the world and all of those, right? They'll tell you it was it was one of their inspirations was Kirk. Because why? It brought them closer to gospel music, and then gospel music brought them closer to come on now. Do we have to go there? 
Like, and for me, it was like, at first, you like, you getting hyped. Like, you like, are you supposed to? Because Kirk Franklin always had you wondering, like, are you supposed to jig to Jesus? Like, are you, <laughs> are you really supposed to jig to Jesus? Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know, but Kirk Franklin, he just, like, he jigging to Jesus. I don't, what? Am I supposed to? And 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 it was <laughs> Kirk had it just so. I think he had the culture at 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 in his hands before before I believe he even did right. I think he was making revolutionary music before he even understood it. And I don't, I don't and I'm not talking about revolutionary music like ah, but I'm talking about music that that is still culturally relevant today like when we hear any type of kirk franklin song and i'm talking about from the 90s the 2000s even the 2010s and maybe up until now right when we hear kirk franklin we know we're gonna get hype for jesus you understand what i'm saying like we we know that you know so um that's what we're that's what we end in our, our gospel it, it, it would it would behoove me <laughs> not to end it off with this man because he he he's he's one of the people that has really shaped my gospel experience for real um has brought me you know closer to gospel music you know what i'm saying in ways um that has allowed me to you know to explore more gospel music right like here's the thing i watched um what was it um sunday best love that show right loved him as a host brought me closer to new gospel artists that i don't even didn't even know about so it was just like yo breaking barriers bro he was breaking barriers at an early age man and it was dope um what what else i want to play man uh let's see i want to go down his discography because it's so much right it's so much we can oh oh we gotta do it we gotta ah what are we oh okay because mm. <laughs> I, I i know all i know most of his you know it's just like which one to play first do we play melodies from heaven do we play brighter day ah, okay let's play melodies from heaven let's do that from first
rain down on me. Now y'all can't tell me. Y'all can't tell me. Especially us young us young cats. You can't tell me we were not bumping melodies. Okay, not melodies, melodies. Hear me. Okay. Melodies from heaven. Not melodies. Okay. We 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 don't do the mellow. Okay, the melodies. It's, it's just it's just a little too soft for us. We do the melodies. You gotta you gotta put some umph into that. Melodies, okay? Okay? You gotta put some ugh into that. Like we, we, and it's it, it's so oh my god. It's so funny because when I think about it, it's just like yo, we really we really was in choir. I know I was in choir really going crazy when it when it came to kirk franklin anytime we did a kirk franklin song or any type of any fred hammond or even donnie right like anything that was kind of hype you know that uh, that we knew would get people in the spear like it was just like at a time people needed something different and you see it and then you kind of see it you synced it in the church right like you kind of you know you would glance and I knew when I was, especially when I was active in church from like 2000, I want to say 2007 to about 2011, the year before I went to college, right? When I was really active in church, you could see how even some of the members of, particularly my church at the time, were not like engaged in the song choice now that could have been for the you know the choir director or whatever but i knew i was in the men's choir and um and uh the uh the youth choir right and it was just you know the youth choir we will always do something a little bit hype because you know we we got we got thursdays right we would or no i'm sorry we had we had every fourth sunday right so we got to come with something you know, we can't just <laughs> we knew like, yo, the people need something hype. Like they just can't like they're com- most people are coming to church because they are down. You understand what I'm saying? A lot of things are happening to them. They need uplifting. You understand what I'm saying? This is not a time to have like just be so down sometimes. And that's what I felt like when people were singing, it just felt it came from like a down place, which is fine. But when you are like in ministry, real talk, if you are in ministry, you 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 take that pain, whatever you got, and you minister to others with that. You don't kind of bring people down like and I don't want to make it seem like that. But at the same token, it's like when you have some type of pain and I've done this before on stage, you understand what I'm saying? When you have a type of pain. You don't want to bring others down with that type of pain. You want to use that and like minister to other people. You understand what I'm saying? So when people come up to you like, wow, I felt that. Thank you so much. You understand what I'm saying? And then sometimes you feel better afterwards because now you don't release that. Right. You don't let you don't let it. You don't let God take that. And now you're you, he's using you as a come on now. He's using you as a vessel. Right. To now minister your message. And not even your message, just the message, right? A message. That is not even, that is not just helpful for you, but for probably the whole congregation, the whole church. So it's just like, you use that pain. 
right? And Kirk Franklin was a was a mastermind in that. A lot of these artists that we talked about are were were great at that. You understand what I'm saying? And it didn't matter what people thought about them, right? And even if it did, they still came out with this music, right? They understood that gospel has no kind of lane in a sense, right? Even if people wanted to put gospel in a lane, it didn't have a lane, right? And I think for us as as in just being in the choir, we just wanted to kind of make things, you know, we wanted to make things more Kirk Franklin, right? <laughs> right? We wanted to kind of make things, you know, a little upbeat and everything like that because we've seen people just like, you know, clapping with the hymns and everything like that. But no, people need that, you know, that fighting temptations, the fighting temptations type of songs, you know what I'm saying? And so um, Kirk Franklin was, 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 you know, one of the proprietors of that, you know, bringing kind of, you know, that, that, that sound to the, to the mainstream, which was, which is great. Um, I want to play our next, his next hit. You feel me? We're going to play brighter day. So let's get into it. Young people going to stand up real quick. Come on. Yo, everybody, come get your bounce on, get your bounce on, get your bounce on. Don't be cute with it, you gotta get, come on, fifth ward, fourth ward. Come on, sing it. Yeah. 
Listen, I think, honestly, next to I Smile, I think Brighter Day is probably my favorite Kirk Franklin song. Um, it's the hypeness. I was over here getting mad hype. <laughs> it's, 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 it's something about that song. Like, you cannot deny whether you like Kirk Franklin or not, whether you think his music is horrendous, whether you think his music is um, amazing. You kind of cannot deny that when you hear that song, you just want to jig to for Jesus. That's it. When he when he say bounce your shoulders and bounce it, I'm like, Kirk, y'all, can we bounce our shoulders? But again, it's just like, yo, he had music that really talked to the young folks. You understand what I'm saying? During that time, it was like what 2002. Right, like he was really the proprietor of that. He was really the one to say, "Hey, I'm going to step out on faith." Okay, when a lot of people are not looking, <laughs> you know, people are, are are again. You have the the Donnies and the Fred Hammonds and the 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 Mary Marys who are you know taking it there. But how can I take it another step further? Right, and he did. Right. He 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 continues to make music that is not only just transcendently youthful. Right. But I think also transcendently um, rememberable as well. Uh, I think in a sense where we are, these are classic hits that cannot be forgotten. I don't think they will be forgotten um, because we grew up on this. This is our gospel era. You know what I'm saying? Well, particularly me, I can't speak for anybody else, but I know this is my gospel era. This is where. I really started to take heed and him into gospel music. And it wasn't just hymns and everything. Like we knew those, especially when I got to college. I was in gospel, uh, I was in a gospel choir in college. So, you know, and um we sung everything, right? And and mostly uh when we sung the hymns, you know, it was powerful in it. It was power in the hymns. Don't get it twisted. These hymns have power. They have they have a it's a certain type of energy that you have to have when you sing a hymn. And I'm, I'm, and I'm being really serious here. Like there's a certain type of level of energy that you have to literally have to sing this type of song. Like you can, when you sing a, and I don't want to say total praise is a hymn cause it's not, but I want to, I want to give it, I want to just use it as an example. When you sing total praise and, and I know a lot of people have heard me and the choir sing that. Right. And I think they're still singing it to this day. Um, when you hear a sing, or when you hear that, you, you don't hear people slouching when they sing that song. What I mean by that is you don't hear people just lollygagging or, 
you know, just being, I will, being lazy with the song, right? When you sing Total Praise, you have to sing that from your diaphragm. There is no sitting down, right? I remember my choir director, shout out to Mama Cece, she would always make us get up, okay? Because every time we would go somewhere to sing, she's like, yo, we're going to sing Total Praise. They, that's what they want, okay? And it's going to be, it, it would either be like a two or three song selection, and then, you know, um, that's it. So when we would go and, and do our, um, <clears throat> you know, our performances, it would be Total Praise most of the time was in our performances, right? And so we're like, all right, bet. I would tell folks, I think after the second, after my first year in choir, I would tell people, I was like, listen, when we do total praise, especially for the men's group, you got to hold it. You understand what I'm saying? Listen, it's not, listen, you going to run out of breath. Okay. (laughs) And I remember doing total praise my first year in in choir and I stayed through choir for, for almost three, three years. Right. And so when I total praise my first year, you had to use so much wind. It was like, wow, it was another type of singing that I was like, oh, shit, (laughs) oh, my God, I'm using air, right? Not to say I wasn't before, but I'm like, this is a, you you want me to sing from my diaphragm, diaphragm for real. You want me to grab my stomach and get it all up in there. You know, long story short, it's like hymns are powerful songs and old school gospel are powerful songs that, that have real real energy and real power to it not to say that these don't but these these this music is where it derives from you understand what i'm saying this is where we get you know our our you are the ogs of that you know what i'm saying and um we thank you and we appreciate you for it right uh that led to this era right you know you guys led this to this era you understand what i'm saying and i appreciate the kirk franklin and the fred hammonds that cater to this era of of gospel music and really brought us in right i feel like they really like took heed and saw and maybe not even right but i just feel like they just took heed and saw like hey there's 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 gonna be there's a demographic already right in the 90s and the early 2000s that that is not you know primarily because at the time you know a lot of people weren't going to church for real like church was really losing people but that wasn't until the Darnie McClurkins and the Yolanda Adams and the um and the Kirks and and everybody started to come the Mary Marys like bringing people back to church right that's the thing and they were through that music right it may not have been the music that everybody wanted to hear you know and it, and most of that gospel and most of that gospel music got a lot of radio play right so that was a thing too a lot of this music got a lot of radio play for the Mary Marys to the Fred Hammonds to the Dottie McClurkins to the Yolandas to the Kirks. It got played on the radio. These were these were songs that got played on the radio. And we're not talking like, you know, hip hop. You got to you got to stand outside and be like, hey, can you listen to my? No, they just like here. You this is this is gospel. Music. We don't we, we don't need to sit here and come up to you and be like, hey, you want to play? My? No, this is already music that's been sung in a church it's been recorded boom it's out there oh snap this is a hit let's play this on the radio yeah these are radio hits so i appreciate this era i really do um and i'm thankful let me see if i can play one more song before we get out of here 
Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I want to play Imagine Me. Imagine Me. Yes, Imagine Me. Let's play. Let's play Imagine Me. Stop. No, we're not. We're not playing. <laughs> I'm like, no, there was another song on the Hero album that I wanted to play. This is what I wanted to play. I love Imagine Me, though. Don't get me wrong. Imagine Me was one of my favorite songs on the Hero album. However, I was looking for it and I was like, ah, here it is. Let's play it. Looking for you. Okay. This is what I wanted to play. This was my. This is probably my, one of my favorite songs of like 2006. Not even kidding you. Let's play it. To all my people in the struggle, you think God's forgotten about you. Here's some pain medicine. Let's go. You in your car, you at the house, on your job, be encouraged, boo. Come on.
ha. Uh, I don't know what it is, man. I think this gospel month is hidden different. I think these gospel songs are hidden different for me because I'm older. Um, and because I'm experiencing life and I'm because I'm experiencing adulthood, these songs are just hitting a lot different. I'm telling y'all, I'm over here just having my own little praise and worship over here while these songs are playing, I'm telling you. Uh, but that was Looking For You um, uh, by Kirk Franklin. I think, like I said, I don't even know what else to say <laughs> uh, about Kirk. He, he's he been one of my favorite um, artists. Um, I know since I've been living for real um, that I've literally listened to looking for you. I didn't, I played looking for you out. Me and my mama played it out. And I remember that was during a time where it was very, very tough. You understand what I'm saying? Um, That was during the time, you know, my dad was damn near on his deathbed and my mom played the shit out of that song. And uh, she was going through her health complications, and I just remember that song being on a repeat. Real talk, from like 2006, 2007, 08, you know what I'm saying? It was just on a mad repeat because a lot of shit was happening, you know, personally with life. So, um, yeah, we, 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 we had Kirk on repeat, you know, we, we had these artists on repeat. So, I just want to thank everybody for tuning in to uh, the Gospel Month series. I really appreciate you guys. We will be back with our regular scheduled programming because <laughs> we have been requested uh, to review a lot of music um, in the background. So literally, um, we've gotten e- we've gotten a couple emails to see you know my thoughts on a couple songs and a couple albums. Um, so I'm excited to review some music for next month. Uh, and next month is already November, which is crazy. So happy November to everybody. Um, and yeah, let's, let's grind this week out. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, make sure that you follow us, um, again on, um, Instagram and Facebook at the RBC podcast, follow us on YouTube. We'll, you know, post our artist spotlights there and everything. Um, and we might have an actual artist spotlight coming very, very soon. So look out for that. Um, to do what else? Follow us on Patreon, subscribe to the Patreon. And I think that's it. All right. We're going to leave you with some encouraging. Listen, Kirk has just been encouraging all, 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 um, you know, all day. And I hope honestly that you have found some type of encouragement through gospel month. I know that I have. I think that's the one of the reasons why I did it, uh, because, you know, life is kind of life in right now. And, um, you know, gospel has always been a keen sent, you know, a keen center for me to get back into, you know, a centered place in a centered area. So I appreciate you guys. I thank you. We'll be back again next week and we will leave you guys with a smile. All right. I love you guys. Peace. Heart and it feels like a cold night. Today's a new day.
honest with you. I almost gave up.
Can't nobody take that from you. I see you smiling. 